Yo, 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 yo! Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole. This is episode 83, weekend edition. And we're going to go ahead and make this one available to everybody so that the non-subscribers can see what the weekend edition is like. All the hilarity, all the fun, all the truth. You'll laugh, you'll cry. You'll kiss five bucks a month goodbye. (laughs) I like it. I remember that. Um, I'm Single White Medusa here along with Nick and we're just gonna have some fun talk about some stuff what's on your mind today uh well we just powered through a keen almond ole which was absolutely fantastic once I did the pro level coffee move of actually taking the lid off that they give you and I really was thinking about that I'm like if you drink coffee without the lid off it does reduce the heat shelf life true but you get more coffee taste and it's probably better for you because you're not, like, drinking plastic. You know, yeah. not that I've ever been that kind of, like, the fluorocarbons, the plastic. But, you know, hey, there's probably something a little to that, you know. So, you know, uh, go back to drinking coffee without your lid on it. Uh, I used that actually as a defensive technique in New York, if you remember. That's right. Yeah, we would walk through Penn Station in the morning on our way to both of our jobs and it's teeming with people all aggressive and whatnot and you would just say walk behind me and and then you would like carry your big cup of coffee with the lid off basically daring anyone to get too close to you and bump into you and get the hot coffee all over them and it worked how about some hot coffee mfers (laughs) and it worked it did work it did work but new yorkers would do this thing where they don't make eye contact with you but they just bump into you you know, and it's like, it's it's the weirdest city in the world, and it's probably good that it's going away. Um, but they would do that. But then once you pulled out the sort of crucifix of hot coffee, all the zombie vampire New Yorkers, even though they weren't making eye contact, they were aware of, and I, always, I didn't drink from it. I just sipped, and probably not even. All I wanted was them to see the level, which I had at what I call Medusa levels, because Medusa likes to fill everything right up to the surface tension of the lip of the cup and 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 then just a clear sheen right there and then see that hot steam coming off black i'm not cream and sugaring it black you're gonna wear black coffee if you even bump into me exactly i got issues <laughs> hey you gotta do what you gotta do that was a that was a tough city that was you a know? tough city man they play rough that there. was a tough city <laughs> and the blue angels are in town and they are diving and looping around huntington beach so we're getting snippets, snippety snips. If you just heard a fire engine and a siren, here's something that the Medusa and I have noticed lately. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of fire engines and, you know, uh, Medusas. No, there's just the one. <laughs> um, you just hear it, like, above average. And we live in a, in a pretty populated suburban area. So you're kind of, you know, you, you know you, you're, it's not uncommon to hear sirens. But it's it's above average now. Yeah, the point is, like, it's more than it used to be in this same area. Like, when we lived in New York, for example, we would hear more there than we were used to hearing here. Now, this has stepped up to kind of the level that that, that used to be, I guess I would say. And your theory on that is? My theory is uh, vax... Uh, Vaccine injury. Vax injuries. Survey um, says, yeah. ding, 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 Richard Dawson. And I mean, and I don't want to out people specifically but you were recently 
talking to some people in the healthcare industry who kind of confirm that yet again for you, right? Yeah, I had a, I played a, a, a live D&D stream last night for a Greyhawk convention, and we just had a ton of fun. Um, and then there was kind of an after party uh, online, and I got to talking to some medical professionals who are at the sort of front line, what we would call front line. I don't want to give them away. I'd like to actually have them on the show if they want to go on the show. And then maybe um, my tech guru could set that up. Because right now, they'd have to fly out here, sit in the backseat of this car, order coffee, eat some Mexican wedding cookies, which is your how you pregame the show <laughs> when you're not drinking. You're either having Mexican wedding cookies or you're drinking. Hmm. Usually, I mean, usually. Sometimes I just go coffee. First step is admitting that you have a problem with Mexican wedding cookies. Exactly. And gin. I mean, we could be really low tech, but the sound would probably be terrible. We could have them call in on speaker, but I'm sure <laughs> yeah, that would sound We could really hold the bad. mic up. But <laughs> apparently, and there go the Blue Angels. Look, they're all, Whoa. oh, six of them now. Whoa. Flying in a line like they know what the hell they're doing. That's cool. I wonder if there's a guy in that formation who just, like, suddenly comes to his senses and goes, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, the level of concentration focus, if you've read my writing escapes me because yeah. you know that my writing is very like stream of consciousness and like here's something to talk about here for three pages and so i don't have the focus level to be a blue angel there's just some things like when they go anybody can be president yeah i can see that joe joe biden's certainly proving that but no one says anybody can be a blue angel uh, if so, no, not, <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you one person who couldn't be a blue angel, me, I, and I'm a pilot, you know, but I don't, I don't have the concentration or focus level, so I could not do it. So I never realized, like, it's not just, I mean, is it just like one team of people at any given time? Like, I didn't realize it was just one group. You I know, think it's like a star shows. team of pilots, wow. and and you you get auditions and try out, and wow. you know, you've obviously got to have like a super A game going. But most of those pilots do. I mean, the 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 tension level for uh, Air Force pilots or any military pilot is even you know Army helicopter pilots. And I don't mean to say that in an even way. It's an extensive amount of school where literally like for a year you're at a razor's edge with like don't pass one thing or don't be perfect and you're out. Yeah. And so are they? Do they have to kind of already be members of the military or do you know how? That oh yeah, works? yeah. Oh, they're okay. like they and they've done tours and everything like that. And, wow. You know, most of these guys are obviously now combat pilots who've done that that kind of stuff. But it's still like it's a whole nother level. Like, yeah. I don't mean to say it this way, but like, I mean, you you have to be great. Like, you, oh you yeah, know, no, and, I mean, yeah. I can tell. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. Okay, I've done like dance where you have to <laughs> dance in formations and stay like equally yeah. spaced. But I don't like. I get like how do you do that? Like flying a plane in the air. Like it's easy as a person standing on the ground. I don't know. Couldn't even fathom it. (laughs) Couldn't even fathom it. But I, I love, I would love to see that conversation (laughs) between the Medusa and the blue angels, you know, wingman and like, I'm just like no, you no, no, no. because I've danced on no, my stage point was, that's nothing in a chorus line <laughs> and, and you've flown a $23 billion aircraft at Mach 6 with your best friend right off your right wing tip and you've done loopies and no, I know. chandelets and you know dives <laughs> and all these kinds of things. My point is like, I don't get how they do that. That's so crazy. Like just watching those six just now. I mean, they literally held that formation like the whole time they weren't like kind of wonky at all. Like, yeah. wow. 
I think my imaginary point is funnier than your actual point. (laughs) Exactly. So what were we talking about? We were talking about, oh, so at the after party for the D&D convention online last night, um, just got to talking to some medical professionals and, and I mean, the crux of what they were saying, like they were saying some incredibly stunning things um, because they're, they're literally out there on the front lines and they were saying it's worse than you're being told the vaccine is killing and injuring people left and right in large numbers and none of them want to take another that they, they've been they that some of them have been uh, shot with a shot with the death shot as dr zelenko calls it and they did not find that to be a great experience and there does seem to be some permanent injury with at least one of them and i'm not outing anybody so there's that um but they weren't they were definitely not down with any boosters and they were basically looking at hey you know if this if this is going any further i'm out you know and walking away from the from the the profession that they seem to love a lot you know being there uh, in the middle of the night peeling people off the road and helping people well you now have this government that says well that doesn't matter because you know we sit in congress here and we're at our uh nancy pelosi wine estate and I have a hundred million dollars, and I'm making laws for frontline workers because I know better. And even it's though like, we're exempt, yeah. by the way, it's like the Stephen Crowder, Alex Jones video, where the <laughs> transvestite prisoner turns around and goes, "I'm a girl." <laughs> well, he's you don't up know and... any, yeah, standing up and peeing. You don't know anything <laughs> about being a girl, dude. You can't just say it. And that's literally politicians. Politicians are literally prison trannies. You know, who have no idea what it's like to be a woman. Well, a, a women. A women. 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 A woman. So, um, and then I don't think I told you this one. They said that um, women who have been vaccinated are um, breastfeeding their children and the children are dying within a few days. Well, there was that. You, yeah. So they confirm they, that? Cause you they're sh- confirming it from their thing, but it, it really is happening in real time. This is not fluke things, but what you'll find with the Stockholm cult of the left, where you can never question the glorious leader, is that they'll just say, oh, I guess it was this. I'll never know. And we even saw that lady who was like, you know, that was that was her tweet. Yeah. She wasn't putting two and two together, but here are paramedics basically saying, no, 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 this is actually happening. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so terrible. Like, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, our Look wonderful state. Look at this freak. Whoa. Look at this freak. He is literally dancing. Now he's dancing in the street. Somebody is on drugs. Yeah, wow. California is crazy. California is a crazy place. Um, But I was going to say, and now... Our wonderful state, California, is the first state to now be mandating it for all students. Now, yeah. like, I looked into that a little more, and what it is is they're mandating it for all students for um, what the vaccine is FDA approved for, which right now, I guess, is, I think, age 16 and up. So basically... Yeah, but every students... day the, the FDA just comes out and says, yeah. you know, oh, and this was another one I saw. The drug companies are testing the vaccines on orphan, infant orphans. What? I know. Oh yeah, I mean, gosh. like, this is literally insane stuff. What? So if they're doing it, that's where they want to go. Well, you know, they, and yeah, yeah. Do that thing where you, like, take the most defenseless person in society. 
not just a baby, but a baby orphan. That is so awful. And it did say they do expect the FDA to approve it for 13 and up or 12 and up, I forget, junior high and up, basically, um, starting either January 1st or like early to mid-2022. So, I mean, basically, that's going to shortly move. When there are so many people coming out and kids making videos and saying, I am vaccine injured, I was healthy. We listened to a doctor today who said um, she's seeing patients like girls with lymph nodes the size of grapes. Now, if you know anything, and I've always kind of been fascinated by cancer, um, if, you, if you know anything about cancer, there's a lot of things that people are reporting right now that are precancer or like invasive cancer symptoms. And so we listened to one doctor who said they are seeing, and I told you about the two doctors that I have personal firsthand knowledge of, both saying, yes, there is a rise in cancer. We don't know what it is. And then I was like, well, what could it, what could have happened? Yeah. But another doctor, uh, it was that, I think it was that Ryan, Ryan Cole, no relation, but yeah. wouldn't <laughs> mind it. Guy's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Good looking middle-aged man. <laughs> nice hair. Lives you know, in Idaho. Lives so. in Idaho. Nice. Sure. We could be relatives. <laughs> um, he's saying that they're seeing uh, tumors, new cancerous tumors that are not only large, but so dense they cannot even biopsy them, which makes no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, if you got a knife, come on. But apparently there's a there's a there's a medical aspect to that, and it's it's their rapid fast growth and um, very dense, and just coming out of nowhere in vaccinated patients. So I think we're about to get into the cancer wave and. Uh, we are seeing some own cancer deaths in our in our own lives of people that we kind of tertiarily know and kind of doing a little background, you know, putting two and two together, making a few suppositions and yeah, maybe seeing a little evidence of it on that. Not totally ready to go there, but the doctors who have been at the front line of questioning this, including the inventor of mRNA technology have already made this statement that within six to 18 months, you're going to see these cancers. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's the autoimmune conditions. So I don't think that this thrill ride is over yet. No. And I mean, I think the other thing that's worrisome is this fall and winter's typical respiratory, you know, virus season, you know, cold and flu season, which would also be worse for COVID is like the autoimmune dependent enhancement thing um where basically they theorize or because of past studies of mrna um, vaccines like once they were reintroduced to or introduced after the vaccine to like the wild virus again their systems like their immune systems basically went nuts and, yeah um and it, it, it you know there's that. been a lot of questions about the cold and flu season and now people are beginning to wonder if long haul COVID isn't just actually the flu. Mm -hmm. And when you, and I knew I have a personal, personal, very close relative who may or may not listen to the show who had long haul COVID. And when I look at what happened to that person um, and I look at what happened in March where they did everything, they made every sort of proclamation, 14 days to slow the the spread, isolate, stay away from everybody, don't go out in the sun, you know, live in fear and all this kind of stuff. You really could say that in a lot of respects, this study that's saying possibly that long haul COVID is just actually the flu. um, It was almost like they wanted to create that situation 
what the higher numbers like so using the flu numbers to count as COVID numbers or what basically but then also wanting people to get sicker by doing things like isolating not going mm, outside yeah. not getting um sunshine but the big one is remember no one could go to the hospital yeah. if you went to the hospital they just didn't see you you know mm-hmm. or people were afraid to go mm-hmm. or they they said oh no it's covid not the flu so no treatment whereas if it had been the tr- if it would have been identified as the flu then they could have done the flu protocols but instead they said oh no this is covid and we have no treatment because there's no vaccine Na-na-na. if only there were a vaccine if only there were our lord and savior fauci would bring us a vaccine so they took flu people they told them they had covid their flu turned into long haul covid then when they couldn't breathe because of the pneumonia they went in, they slammed them on remdesivir, destroyed their kidneys, and then when they couldn't breathe anymore because their organs were disintegrating, they put them on a ventilator to make sure that they killed them. Yeah. And it might have actually just been the flu. Not saying that there's not a COVID virus, but long-haul COVID was another thing. And I'm just saying there is a medical study now saying that it might long-haul COVID might actually just be the flu. Yeah. Well, either way, I think we know that some of the COVID numbers were the flu because there was magic. There was no flu flu cases last year. So obviously the flu like said, Hey COVID, you got this. I'm going to go to Cancun. I'm going to put on a thong bikini. I'm going to lay out and get a little flu sunshine. I'm going to have a pineapple drink with a little umbrella, maybe meet somebody special. And then I'll come back next year. And COVID was like, great, I got this, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Well, so while we're on the topic of... I don't know that we were on any topic, but two imaginary viruses <laughs> having a conversation about a vacation in Cancun. I don't know that that officially counts as a topic. <laughs> well, it's been a long form. But I liked your awkward okay. segue. <laughs> hey, that's what I do best. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Do you want to talk about the really creepy video we saw today about the um, research doctor who saw a couple of really scary, uh, you know, slides, slides that you put under the microscope? Yeah, that was freaky. Of um, basically they were vaccine vials. Um, One was Moderna and one was Johnson and Johnson. So I don't know if this has, you know, if the Pfizer has this, but basically. Um, it was this weird, they called it like tentacled microorganism kind of, to me, it sort of looked like a spider, but maybe with like six legs. So let me jump in real quick because you're not a big time science fiction reader, Okay. but most of this audience is. Go for it. So I will shorthand it for everybody. Mm -hmm. You may have actually been injected with Cthulhu. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's what it looked like. I shit you not. Sorry, mom. We will link the video because <laughs> it's worth watching at yeah, least. I mean, yeah. make your own conclusions, but the the doctor seemed very legit and serious and real, and she seemed extremely disturbed by it. And um, oh, and the the other thing was that the and slides, this came from the vaccine. The slides yeah. they put him under a microscope, looked at him, and everything like that. They began to see, so science fiction people, if you know what Cthulhu is, that's, I looked at the pictures, and this looked like Cthulhu. And then the thing that was disturbing is they said, we felt like it knew it was being observed, and that it had a form of intelligence because it reacted to what we were doing to it, 
And she said, I felt like it was aware of us. Because that first example of the two, it had sort of, when it got smashed down on the slide, it was at the edge of it. And so it wasn't quite as completely smashed down as if it was in the middle. And so basically it somehow was like able to like, almost like try to raise itself up a tiny bit, obviously not much cause it was still sort of smashed down, but it like moved in that way. But the other, and then the other aspect, that was the weirdest, grossest part. But the other aspect was that when the white light from the microscope hit the slides, um, there were like bright colors, like the, what was un, you know, like what was in the slides, like bright colors suddenly developed. And she was like, I've never seen anything like that before. And she basically was like, I asked scientists and people that I know, like that maybe work in different areas to try to figure out even like, what could this even be? Um, because no other foreign substance hit it other than the white light. That was like the only thing introduced, you know, that would cause a change. And she basically said that they said the only thing that they could think of was like a, how did she say it? Like a supercomputing kind of system, right? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, something definitely involving bioluminescent nanotechnology, but then you look at the patents and you can actually, we just watched a video with Dr. Zelenko talking about the patents and, and it, it, the patents are for, you know, tracking mechanisms within this vaccine specifically. There are apparently some sort of manufactured microorganism within it. Um, there were other things too, that they couldn't account for besides the color. There were strings. There was, there was trace graphene. Yeah, um, she said that. That's right. Th- there's a lot of weird stuff in that vaccine, and 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 they reproduced it. It wasn't just a one time like, oh, maybe this is a bad batch. They they reproduced it, and now they're going to greater lengths to try to reproduce it and make a video. But the stuff that I saw was pretty damn weird. Yeah. And and so again, it's like, should we be doing this? Uh, you know, obviously what's in it is questionable. Um, obviously there's a certain level of injury going on. Um, shouldn't we have a conversation, but it's funny. I never do not fail. I never do not fail. I never fail to, I never fail to, I don't know how to say this. I never fail to not see or see sort of an establishment overstate, usually a leftist type elitist shame people for even wanting to have the discussion. You know, demean their intelligence, you know, like, well, if you'd read an eighth grade science book, you know, and all these kinds of things and just saying, listen, there are people that have legitimate questions. There are they they have done their research. Oh, you shouldn't do research. Don't go down. The, like, there was a slew of articles last mm-hmm. week. Don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't do your own research. Trust <laughs> us. And it's like, OK, I, I get all that. But but what you know, like, isn't don't you find that disturbing that you don't want to have a conversation? When there clearly are people like, do you think that these people are injuring themselves on purpose to own the deep state? You think 18 year old boys playing sports are injuring themselves on, I don't know, super meth and then blaming it on the vaccine when they're like division two level athletes. Right. Do you think young girls uh, are just faking paralysis, you know, or I, there was a new one I heard with that nurse today, like one girl just lost the will to live and they're saying oh this is a psych thing because she suddenly couldn't walk and couldn't eat like yeah. 
probably like that young yeah. girl Maddie that we saw the video about. I mean, like literally yeah. physically couldn't. Oh no, this. that's the psych issue. Okay, so she was vivacious and happy, and you know, doing seventeen-year-old girl stuff, and then she takes the vaccine, and she suddenly loses the will to walk or eat or live. Uh huh. What could have happened? Maybe Tyler broke up with her and wouldn't take her to the dance. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. <laughs> no. So it's it's a. Uh, it's creepy in that they don't even want to have a discussion. Mm-hmm. And instead, like, the big tell in all of this is this sort of intelligent shaming. You guys are all flat earthers. That was Dr. Paul, uh, Rand Paul, going after Becerra in just, like, a, a, a Javier Becerra. Um, in just, like, an epic owning takedown. Mm-hmm. That That's totally truthful. Not a doctor, a lawyer, no medical training. And yet somehow you're deciding the health of the nation when people have legitimate questions. And if they actually dare to raise that question, you mock and humiliate them and call them flat earthers. Like that's the big tell that something's crooked when you're when you're trying to shoot. If you don't like the message, shoot the messenger. That is an axiom as old as the Babylonians. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think the point is like they've clearly proven themselves to be at the very minimum wrong a bunch in the last year and a half of all this you know because they've constantly like changed their minds on things and stuff like that and said oh never mind it's this and not that so like wait we're supposed to trust you guys but clearly over here six months ago you were clearly wrong according to what you're saying now so like why why should we trust you you know what i mean and then you know they're like top doctors and scientists throwing their careers away because they're trying to stand up for things that they're extremely concerned about and that's the other thing that makes this the you know skeptical side of this worth questioning is like why would people be throwing their careers away for this you know what i mean so all all the all the common sense answers point in one direction honestly Mm. um all the emotional feels and the humiliation points in another direction and for me the intersection of those two things is the graph that leads you to the conclusion of exactly right where you're at and so now i'm going to say something that is my biggest concern to me, when you have frontline workers like I had the privilege of having the conversation with last night at the D&D after party, 1980s me would have never thought I would actually say those words. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and they've had it. They're, I mean, there was rage in those people. Like, and you know, it was fun. MD, and as soon as we got into this topic, there was there was an honest and genuine righteous indignation and so and they're telling you what's happening like if you listen to people that are on the front line of this entire thing people who are seeing the supply chain problems um, watching the supply chain watching the people at the top make critical decisions to actually destroy the supply chain by telling people who are involved in that supply chain that they need to be vaccinated, people who support that supply chain that they need to be vaccinated. If not, don't show up for work. Okay? It's already thin. It's already tough. There are stores out there in the hinterlands right now with empty shelves. So you're further damaging the supply chain. Then Biden comes out today and it says that he is seeking um, a vaccine mandate for interstate travel. That is not airplanes. That is not, you already, like, they they could put that in. That's that's not what that's aimed at. That is aimed at long-haul truckers and getting them to force them to take the vaccine 
so that so that they don't have problems where they go, well, California, which is where most of your goods come through, through the port of Long Beach, um, especially for most of the South, um, they require a vaccine. But let's say, you know, Arizona doesn't or Mississippi doesn't or whatever. Um, so you got you've all got to be vaccinated. There's a lot of truckers who aren't going to do it. And that's already the supply chain problem is in, in Long Beach. What we're being told is that there are no longshoremen, stevedores, dock workers, port workers to unload. There's another siren, mm-hmm. which you remember, we used to never hear those. No. OK, no. so. And, and that there's no truck, like usually the 710 is like the highway of death for truck traffic. And it's down because no one wants to drive trucks. So there's already that problem. And now you're p- putting another hurdle in there where you're taking a, a percentage that have decided not to have the vaccine. And you're saying, well, we don't need you in this crisis time. You cannot tell me that that is not a willful manipulation to cause a crisis. And so now what we approach is what my biggest concern is going into all this to recap sorry to be that guy if we're having this problem where the data is starting to point towards a bad vaccine and a lot of stories are starting to come out that people are getting hurt and that's falling apart yet you have an establishment that is heavily invested in not having this discussion without like the the realization the discussion is being had whether you like it or not you haven't totally capped down on the internet like people are being informed every day on the internet on what is really happening like shows like this or you know whoever you listen to tim pool steven crowder uh alex jones you know whatever like it, there's even like kind of people that are in that vein that are already saying like, Hey, we're having problems with this. So whether you like it or not, deep state establishment, this discussion is being had and you can't wish all those injuries away to the cornfield. And what's going to come of it is sort of the Tiffany Dover situation where people are going to begin to look at things and look at how the establishment willfully manipulated the narrative that caused people to be hurt. You're about one to two clues away from where we find the sort of like, you know, insider, the Russell Crowe movie, smoking gun document where someone at some company or in the government raised a legitimate concern and the people in charge said, go with it, knowing that people were willfully going to be hurt. So here we diverge into two paths. The really extreme path is that that this is all a big genocidal plot for the Great Reset. Okay. that Even I'll say, like, that's a little crazy. Because it is crazy. Because genocide is crazy. So, but sometimes crazy things happen. You know, so you, you have to consider that. You have to weigh that out. But I'm not totally there yet. I, I see a lot of things that definitely point towards it. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to find the camps. I'd like to see the trains. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I still... You know, when they start moving the military out to the street, like they're doing in the UK now, in the name of a petrol crisis. And a lot of people are saying, no, 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 it's not a petrol crisis. You are moving to Australian-style martial law, okay? And they start doing that here, and there will probably be violence because a large portion of America ain't going to deal with that. But who knows? These people seem to, like, double down on getting their way. So if it's not the sort of genocidal reset 
which it does feel that way with the vaccine, because if there are these sort of soft kill long term depopulation aspects to the vaccine, um, the heart inflammation, moving on to the cancer, moving on to the auto, these have all significantly shortened people's lives. And when you look at Social Security, which was their big debate this week about the bill that they want to have to increase the debt limit, $3.5 trillion more dollars to spend to give to all their friends. Oh, we've got to save Social Security. Well, 50% plus of the nation is on Social Security. So if you suddenly have this, this virus and then this death shot that's going to take care of a large portion of that 50%, guess what? You're not going to get caught out being in trouble over Social Security, which you've been dipping into since the Johnson administration. So why wouldn't you do this? Okay, so forget all that. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's none of those things. But I'm telling you, it's starting to look like those things. But we're not there yet, but it is starting to look like those things. Let's just say it's something really base, like pharma decided, hey, I've got a scheme. Let's convince most of the world that they need this vaccine to go on living. And of course, there can be some higher minded aspects like we'll evolve humanity and we'll be able to track them. And like they looped everybody into it. Big tech in their insatiable lust for data tracking so that they can figure out how to sell you stuff. Government in their insatiable lust to control you and stay in power. They could have created this sort of like willful coalition to like, let's give people a harmless vaccine. And then what we'll do instead of making them pay for it because they won't pay for it. If you if they if they if they have to, let's loot the Treasury in the name of a pandemic, a worldwide emergency, and let's make their tax dollars, which they can't control, but which is their money, pay for it. Okay, that's probably the most likely scenario. Government and big pharma got together and decided to get rich, except there is a developing problem. And that developing problem is there is most likely a small to medium-sized genocide going on because of the plan. I would have said, why didn't you just give them all saline shit and then lie to them? Mm-hmm. You know, and then like, ah, you're great. You know, like any sort of two-bit carny could have pulled that off. You could have totally pulled that off. So that does, you know, you, then you have to move this argument over into the genocide thing. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Somebody screwed up. And a lot of people are dying. But I think at the end of the day, whether there was a big genocidal plot or not, a lot of people got roped into it because it was just a great way to make money. Okay, so now we have the evidence. The evidence is coming out and people are going to become informed. And there are mothers who have lost children because they breastfed with the vaccine. And their parent, there's already a lot of middle-aged children who have lost their parents and they're enraged and there's a lot of parents looking at their star children that they put all their hopes and money and tuition into and this child now has a heart condition for the rest of their lives we're not even to the cancer and the autoimmune there's a lot of frozen rage that's going to build up in there and you're going to see a lot of people who were hurt and had to be hurt to be able to save their jobs and there's a lot of frozen rage there and so if that smoking insider document does come out or the sort of tidal wave of information that's coming out finally convinces everybody you've been had the people that did all this the people that doubled down there's going to be an accountability for them now here's the problem 
they absolve themselves from any sort of civil litigation or criminal lit litigation. That was actually a stupid move because they could have controlled and manipulated that and thrown some scapegoats out there and gave everybody the general feeling that you got justice if you got hurt. But they were so greedy, they didn't want to do that. So instead, they absolved you. They killed your relatives and they absolved you of ever getting any kind of justice. So what happens to you then? I don't know. So much rage that... Um... I don't know. There's an uprising. They kill your sister. And it comes out like, yeah, we knew it was killing people. We knew it would kill certain people. But, you know, we, you know, Those how was I going to buy my boat? Those people are going to want to kill them. Those, yeah, and, and so the government knows that. The government knows that there is a scenario where everybody finds out and they have no civil or criminal recourse. And they're probably not going to go, well, that's just government. They're probably going to lose the government. Many of them will probably lose their lives. There will be a rage, a pitchfork, and tar, and fire, and rope rage. I'm not advocating that. I'm just telling you that's probably where people will go if they feel that they've been conned, hurt, and murdered, and they have no recourse for justice in the courts. <coughs> that's when you get to a level of super rage that's not even funny. So here's my fear. Okay. Here's what the whole thing was leading up to. I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> but I can. <laughs> they know. They know this right. is about to happen. Yes. They know they're about to get caught. Mm -hmm. So they're creating another crisis. I don't know, like drone striking a family by the side of the road and telling you they got jihadis mm -hmm. to stop talking about Afghanistan. Remember, these are the people that did that. Mm -hmm. They did it twice so that you would stop talking about Afghanistan. So here it is, you now in the United States, and many of you are looking at dead and injured people or a personally injured life that you are regretful of the vaccine. A lot of people will be pissed. And that sort of wave of information and rage isn't going to stop. And you're afraid they're going to come to the White House, which is why they're putting up barriers and hiding in the Caribbean and hiding in mountaintop fortresses and having private armies. They're not just doing that because they're afraid of MAGA. Have you seen yeah. MAGA? MAGA's not that frightening. There are other things to be frightened about. You can be frightened about BLM or the radical environmentalist, environmentalist chick trying to blow up pipelines and start fires and burn everything down or Antifa shooting people in the streets. You could enrage the vet bro army and they could come after you. But most likely you're worried that the jig is up and you're about to totally get had for a genocide that you perpetrated, which you either did because you wanted to depopulate the earth because you were a monster or because you thought you were going to get rich and you're just a greedy son of a bitch like Burke and aliens. Either is possible. So what do you do? Who do you drone strike? Well, a drone strike probably isn't going to do it because there's no jihadis. But what if China were to blow up San Francisco or Idaho? Oh, my gosh. Do you know what China did? They just nuked the L.A. basin. Yeah, we don't know how they did it, but a bomb just went off and blew everybody up and it's got to be China. And so now we're all not talking about the vaccine because we're at war with China and a lot of people are dead. And now we do have to have martial law because of the infrastructure collapse and because of the supply collapse. And in the end, the news and the media will fly all the cover that they can to tell you that the issue isn't the issue. Don't look behind the curtain. 
pay attention to the fact that we just drone striked your relatives in that city with a small nuclear weapon so that you would feel fear and give us more control. Isn't this what they do? Isn't this their playbook? Haven't they done this before? Hasn't this worked before? It's been working for two years. It's been working for more. Create more fear, create problems, and then be the answer to those problems. And so right here on a Saturday evening, kind of looking at things really beginning to disintegrate with the supply chain, with the narrative on the front line, with the control of like, we're going to vaccinate your children. We're going to vaccinate you health workers. You have to do this or else. We are probably weeks away from a major collapse, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's not this week. But I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. But, like, it's kind of like things have got to come to a head. This can't sustain. And it, if they're going to drone strike that city or whatever thing that they're going to pull to get you not to talk about what clearly is a bad vaccine that is killing a lot of people and the fact that Fauci, Fauci and Dashik may have actually created COVID itself and released it on the entire world. A lot of people are going to be culpable in that. And they need you not to not to figure that out. And if you do figure it out, they need you not to talk about it, not to get upset about it, not to make some nooses, not to drag them from their cars, not to burn their families down, not to storm their, their secret islands and their mountaintop fortresses and their wineries. They need you not to do that stuff. So they're going to need to give you another problem to be concerned about because you're frightened to death. Yeah, exactly. I think it's probably a combination of what you were talking about, the greed and the genocidal maniacs. There's probably a few genocidal maniacs at the top kind of you know, controlling this, you know, pushing it all into being, but using the greed of big pharma and all these people. So anyway, I think, I think we'll get, you know, we're definitely going to see it. It's the question is, do we see it too late, you know, or whatever? I think, you know, you got to remember you take out, if you're, if you're one of these like super globalists who believes in this sort of one world order and stuff like that, which they do, they are. What do you think George Soros is all about in the open society? You know, what do you think they've been doing at the Bilderberg Group, which is a real thing? What do you think Klaus Schwab is talking about when he and all the richest, biggest influencers in the world have these private ceremonies where they wear Klingon outfits and give each other awards for depopulation and building back better and Obama's plan and all of these things? Do you think that's about getting rich or is that really true believer genocidal maniac shit? Feels like that i don't know i don't know but i guess i'm saying i'm I'm starting to believe that something's up and to get to get to that sort of catalyst give us all the power moment you're kind of going to need to do something big and what you can't do is have the most heavily armed population in the world that is the most freedom-minded be a thorn in your side because we're not the only nation in the world most nations are pretty controllable to an extent. The United States is almost, its population is almost virtually uncontrollable because they're already like, they're quiet, they'll take stuff and everything like that. But, you know, they're already seething with rage, but it's not like the French, it's not like the Italians, it's not like getting out in the street and kind of doing a whole lot of nothing. These people have guns and explosives. They know, And they know how to do stuff, and they've been doing stuff for the last 20 years in the GWAT. These people are incredibly capable, if you're like looking at it from a globalist perspective. 
these people are incredibly capable of ruining all your plans. So if you're a globalist and you're saying, oh man, we are so close to having it all, but there's just this one really big problem, the United States, and really the population. We like, we've offloaded all the production to around the world and we, we've, because we, we've, we've taken all their money and we've monetized it as debt and made it meaningless and then used that money to pay off our debts. So we don't really need their money anymore because it's not, you know, your money because it's not that valuable anymore. And you guys are kind of a hassle because you're the least controllable and the most heavily armed. Yeah, I'd drone strike the United States if I were on their side. I'd get rid of these people or I'd make them ineffective in the game of global chess. And that's the podcast. Enjoy. Have a great weekend. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's funny. Today is a little serious, but hey, we had fun. We discussed it all. Check the comments out. If you get a chance, please subscribe. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. You get some extra stuff, some discounts, got some books to sell. I'll publish those on Monday. You guys, uh, subscribers, get a a discount on the books that uh, I offer. And um, people who go in on the foundation members plan get a cool NFT that's going to be coming from me soon. And that is about it. Final thoughts? Single whitest Medusa? Um, Yeah, I'm just waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen. Um, that's because you like anchovies. It's, it's getting, <laughs> it's getting grim. <laughs> but we keep saying that, don't we? I know. It keeps getting grimmer and grimmer. And you're like, how can it get any grimmer? And then it gets grimmer. I know. But I'm kind of excited. Are you, I know. Yeah. You do say I'm kind of excited to play. I got a lot of plans. I got a lot of big plans. And a lot of my my prep is there ain't much to do. I'm I'm kinda like and and my plan is really kinda like to watch and sit it out. I don't know. I might do a little warlording. I don't know. See what I'm capable of. Um might steal a few paintings. Kinda got my eyes on a few. Yeah, this this is a new thing I have. There's there's a couple of small museums around here that aren't that heavily guarded. So I might take a few paintings as sort of like my cut of America. Okay. Well, now you've just <laughs> outed yourself if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they can you, like it's going to go so bad that there's going to be no other side to this. Yeah. So, you know, you might want to think about things that you can take. You don't want to hurt other people or anything like that. But um, there are a lot of assets that if this if they just if they're really doing this like, hey, let's break society so that we can own everything. There's a lot of asymmetrical ways you can think of to make sure that you are financially uh, taken care of on the other side. And, uh, you know, like if they if they pull the sort of regime change, civilizational change moment there, it's not for sure. Things can go things can go wacky. And, and usually in those situations, new fortunes can be made. I'm just looking at the survival aspect and I'm having fun. The paintings, I don't know. But uh, listen, it's coming. Whatever it is, it's coming. So you might as well just be excited about it. Um, or you don't want to be that person that's sitting there in the airplane crash going, I can't believe this is happening. No. Guess what? It's happening. And you're only going to go at about 30 seconds to pop that door, run across the wing, and hope that you don't have to run through flaming jet fuel. You know, you might have to. I don't know. But you know what's funny is like if you do have to run through that flaming jet fuel you'll do it. You'll do anything you can to survive. And so that might be a comfort to a lot of people right now who are saying like, I don't know if I'm capable of survival. Your body will try to survive even if you don't want to. 
you know, you, 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 the human body, the human will, it, you, you are, you are a survival machine, whether you know it or not. That's, that's why you're a human being. That's why you're here. You are a survival machine. And again, we keep talking about things to do, boots, radios, all that kind of stuff. Like just keep every day you get a day, put some more together and, and, and you'll be close. And, um, you're probably ahead of about 95% of the people. We love you. That's the podcast.